Hi, welcome to Ghostman Radio Station, and tonight my guest is Donald. I'll get his name right. Al- Allison, who has written many books, been a journalist, a new- newspaper man, paranormal investigator. You name it, he's probably done it. But Donald's going to tell me a little bit about himself before we talk about. I met more ghosts at Gettysburg. It's strange, isn't it? Um, how we look into the world of the paranormal, although we, lots of people don't want to believe in the spirit world, in one way, but they would like to believe in the spirit world in another way. It's a bit of a conundrum. Now, obviously, you, you're one of your main subjects is Gettysburg. I mean, I know most people know their history, but could you tell us a little bit about the history of Gettysburg? Do you think this may be one of the reasons behind the phenomena of finding weird events and ghostly sightings there because of all the association with all the deaths?
although the water table in the area is high, that it is theorized that that is part of, of the, I guess, the impetus behind the energy. But I have seen and heard things there that are, are just absolutely incredible. Could you give us some samples, if you don't mind, please? Um, certainly. I kept having very strange things happen in the area of the Alabama Monument. It's where the Brigade of Alabama Confederate troops, Southern troops, um, attacked the south end of the Union line. Uh, my grandson took pictures with uh, anomalies, actually orbs shooting into a central area, and then a large multicolored um, area of light arose. Um, cameras would not function properly. My cameras that would work fine everywhere else on the battlefield. And um, that led me to research and find out that I had ancestors who fought at that very spot, including a great-great-grandfather and a great-great-great-uncle who were on Little Round Top fighting against the 20th Maine, the 15th Alabama. Um, my most incredible sight at that spot, I was with a medium friend, and we started seeing figures, semi-transparent human figures at a distance walking. They were walking toward us. They kept walking toward us. Uh, before it was over, <clears throat> excuse me, we had about two dozen or more figures. They were not speaking to us. They were interacting with us. They were clearly wearing uniforms of the Confederate Army. They did not have guns, but they clearly had the Confederate uniforms. One of them was only about two feet uh, my medium friend was getting messages saying one of them was actually connected with me, and his name was Sam. I've not been able to find a connection, but that was an amazing experience. My medium friend finally was getting very uncomfortable as they were gathering around us, so we left the area. Yeah, do, do other, I imagine it's very populated by obviously um, visitors to go and see the the actual battlefield obviously because the history element with schools and colleges and that does that sometimes interfere with any paranormal um, investigations or are they very respectful of it um, it very much interferes there are times that the little round top area at the southern end of the field is just basically swarms of people um, the experiences I've had is, are at night when it, people are not around very much. That's when I'm able to to experience things. The park is open in the summers until 10 p.m. Um, so that is makes it easier. However, you have to be very careful investigating because the U.S. National Park Service does not allow certain paranormal equipment on the field, they will confiscate it. I can imagine that's because of um, safety reasons or something like that, I don't know. Yeah, they, they, I've actually had one person that I know told that they consider the spirits to be protected by the Park Service. 
could be possible. I mean, there is a lot of, um, as you said before, we come on air, there is the native Indian um, connection to Gettysburg as well. I know there's a lot of, um, as you know from a paranormal world yourself, there's a lot of connection to that. If you build anything on a Indian burial ground, there's a lot of paranormal activity as well. I wonder if it, there is that connection to Gettysburg that there may be obviously Native Indians buried there somewhere that they that might not have been found yet. Have you had many paranormal experiences in your own house? Um, many. We have, other people have, uh, people have seen apparitions. Um, we hear what we believe to be a young girl. Um, we'll hear her at night walking around the outskirts of our bedroom. Um, she likes to play with the necklace stands that my wife has in the bedroom. She will play with the door of um, a wardrobe we have, and she has been seen um, by different people with no connection. They have described the same little girl. She appears to be from about the 1870s or 1880s. We have not seen her, but I have seen the apparition of a young woman. I fell asleep in my living room watching TV. I woke up at 2 in the morning find a young woman bending over watching me sleep. Uh, it startled me, I sat up, and at this point I was wide awake, I know I was not dreaming. She was dressed in, looked to be uh, late 1800s clothing. She straightened up, smiled at me, real as could be, brown, kind of frizzy hair. She turned around and started walking away and then vanished. I imagine you did a lot of historical research for your book and other books that you've done. Yes, that's uh, one of my specialties is historical research. And do you find it easy to find? Because I imagine some records may be difficult to get hold of. Yeah, it's a shame that I think. Yeah, because I suppose also it's like the like everything in it. It's like when the winning side always says it from their side, but but you never hear about the losing side. You know that's typical of any yeah. war. The victors, uh, the victors write 
history is a paraphrase of that, yeah. Yes, I think it's very interesting. Obviously, uh, you've done other paranormal stuff. Can you tell me a little bit about that? find also obviously because of the um, how shall I word it without offending anybody because of the difficulties between the, the, the north and the south because of the right to not have slaves do you sometimes find it may be a clash there sometimes of ideals definitely got a lot of history concerning your own house um what was I saying? uh yeah uh obviously um in the paranormal world do you think that more people looking into the paranormal world now and more believe it than they did before or do you still think there's a lot of skepticism
Yes, strange. Uh, well, and uh, obviously, with I mean, you obviously know the UK's got a bit more history per se as America that we that we know of American history, obviously, because it was a lot of pre-foreign foreigners going over there, taking over most of America from the native Indians. I mean, obviously, we've got the native Indian history. A lot of that is oral and not written down, which is a shame. Yes. Yeah, I think it's fascinating that the, the history that has been recorded from the oral traditions of the Native Americans I find very interesting. And have you studied that as well, or been allowed to study it? forget we tend to think that we're a bit ignorant sometimes when it comes to history <laughs> yeah we uh, you think it goes back so far but I, mean, I, I i know for a fact i think there has been found a like stonehenge henge kind of like buildings even in even in, in america like not quite the same but there are sort of those kind of monuments there What else have you got um, done, Don, that you would uh, like to mention? Like the ghost boxes, 
and just doing kind of an overall, you know, hey, this is the evidence of, of life outside of, of our physical bodies, a continuation of human consciousness, if you will. Yeah, I, I think the paranormal is very much real, and I sometimes think, I like the theory that I, I think you've heard this theory, that it's like a playback sometimes, that our brain tuned into like a playback, like a like a video, you know, we're, we're watching something, that event that happened. a lot of um, railway sightings when it was the old railways there's a lot of um, railway ghost stories in there the old railway stations Theory. I mean, I might be talking out of the back of my whatever, <laughs> but I've got a theory that you know these old films that we that we see, like with John Wayne and all these other old actors. Well, a lot of them were filmed the old way, weren't they, with magnetic tape? And I wonder if sometimes there may be a residue of not like of the people that were actually in the film, like like a residue of the ghost. Not the, like a complete ghost, but like a residue of him, you know, the essence almost, almost captured.
really boils down to energy and vibrations and the fact that um, you can sort of overlap time um, with the way things work and that could account for a lot where you where there's a haunting where you experience something that does not seem to experience you Have you read anything else other than your books in the pipeline? Um, I still do my weekly column, um, and I do Festo of books of that. I do uh, a column um, serves also as a weekly blog. I do a lot of speaking. Um, I do television and documentary appearances. I've been on um, you know public broadcasting system. Uh, programs that have aired nationwide. I was in uh, featured in a documentary that came out this last April called The Ghosts of Gettysburg by Dockside Media. So I've been very working very much in the paranormal field. I also do some work as a historical interpreter and researcher um, at a local living history museum. Oh, I, I like that kind of thing. So you're putting back in what you've learned. You put back in what you've learnt. Yeah, it's it is it's great to be able to contribute, and really, it's a way to bring history alive to the general public, and people respond well to that. I very much enjoy it. Today, I will be an 1830s um, settler just entering the Great Black Swamp. Will be the presentation I'll be giving. I'll be in the clothing of the period. It's a, it's a is, when we think of American history, I'm afraid to say this, and I know you're going to hate this, but the trouble is we think of the World West films, you know, and the pioneer and the pioneers, and the, we have this romantic image in our head, of all due to the films on telly. Obviously, it wasn't a romantic era; it was very hard living, and he had to be very tough to live there. But that's the trouble we have, like. Probably Americans have this romantic view of England sometimes. Yeah, I think it's without, and I've never been to England. I would love to. That is on my bucket list of life to travel to Europe. I have a lot of English, Irish, Scottish ancestry, some some French and German, quite a quite a mixture. And I'd love to visit those countries where my ancestors came from. Because I don't think you can truly understand a culture without visiting and experiencing it firsthand. I quite agree with you there. Now, is there anything, would you like to mention your books or website where anybody can find out where to uh, look you up, my friend? Sure. Um, actually, my wife and I operate Faded Banner Publications, a small publishing house that produced my books and others. The website for Faded Banner is very simple, www.fadedbanner, like an old flag.com. My paranormal books, I have a separate website. It's called uh, imetaghost.com, www.imetaghost.com, and all our books and products can be purchased at the website. And much is available on Amazon and other, you know, uh, online. But like, books. like we always say, it's always nice to get it from the author. It, it, you get you you get a, bit, a, a bigger slice of the pie. We'll say. Yeah, it's a much bigger slice. Plus, 
it's just nice uh, interacting with customers. Too. Yes, it, I think it, they, they. I think hopefully after people listen to this podcast, they go, oh, I think that's fascinating. I am always fascinated by anything to do with history, because we're history as we live it now. Very true. I love researching old newspapers to go back to, to earlier times. Yes, I, I think that's that's key. That I think that's what I like about doing research. I like to do bits of research about things. And if I can try to find as much as possible, it's hard some things. But as long as I've tried to find it out, and if someone comes along and says, oh, that's a load of rubbish, I just go, fine. <laughs> I think they always say, once a journalist, always a journalist. I think there's a lot of truth to that. I still still uh, do a little bit of work in that area. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely uh, recommend people to go to your websites. And uh, definitely recommend that uh, people obviously buy your books. And I shall look it up. And I, shall try, I might try to do a review of one of your books one day probably not yet because I'm a bit busy at the moment <laughs> as, as we always <laughs> but thank you for coming on the show Don I do really appreciate it, your time and effort as people don't realise there is a massive time delay in the UK it's coming up to midday dinner time and Don is probably coming up to breakfast time Ah, that's it. You can't beat a good American without a cup of coffee. <laughs> so true. <laughs> My but, wife is a tea drinker. She would fit in more, uh, more on your side of the pond. Ah, that's okay. Well, thank you for talking to me, uh, Don. I, um, as I say, uh, I really appreciate your time and effort, and uh, that you've the fact you've been on my show, and that 